COVID can be seen as a blessing. It can, really. <laughs> Look at what we can achieve with the technology we have today. I don't feel so disconnected, do you? In a way, I feel even more connected to people Well, COVID can also be seen as a gift because a lot of us are trying new things. Decided, hey, I'm going to learn how to fancy dance. Yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> or I'm going to learn how to bead. Or I'm going to learn how to sing. You know, it's, it's, especially this time of year, um, if you're listening to this and there's still snow on the ground, I mean, that's a time when we're supposed to be dreaming, dreaming. And soon we're going to be waking up for the, from these dreams and, and starting to, you know, like the bear Wake up from these sleeps, these dreams, and start taking action if you haven't already. And one of the things that I foresee is a bunch of individuals getting creative and, you know, starting their own businesses. In a way, that makes sense. You might as well cut out the middleman. Who needs a boss? <laughs> Good work if you can get it. Let me tell you something. Entrepreneurial skills are indeed skills. And the way technology is going and where the people are right now, you know, it takes a whole bundle of knowledge to be entrepreneurial and successful enough to... Um, Make it your one and only income. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just saying. <sighs> one of the things that I would encourage people to do right now is to learn how to advocate for policy change within the government. I truly think that you don't need to know politicians and what they stand for because the game of politics is a game of popularity and so if enough people are bothering an MP about a particular thing then the MP is willing to stand up um, and talk about it in House of Commons or whatever it's called so it doesn't matter if it's conservative or liberal, whatever, man, just push, push. That's how it works. You don't say anything, they won't do anything. But if you keep bothering them, that's how they do the work. It's almost like there's a lack of compassion and there's a lack of emotion in the game of politics. So really, when we're advocating in front of these people, it truly feels like you don't even need to express your emotions and how that makes you feel. 
You just need to say what it is you want. And if they don't listen to you, then you need to find another tactic to push. You know, and there's a lot of bullying going on, in a sense, because they don't listen. So if you have a meeting with your MP and they don't do anything, then you want to, you know, call them a bunch of times, leaving them messages, things like that. Petitions, you know, I don't even know if petitions do anything, but they are a great instructional tool. That's for sure. <laughs> so keeping that in mind, I have a petition out there too. <laughs> uh, I never know what to name it, but I would hope that the name Protect Living Creations would take. Protect Living Creations, not Corporations. Yep. So to tie it all together, I guess what I'm saying is instead of learning how to be a good business person, or maybe not even instead of, but I hope that you commit as much time or at least half the time you commit towards starting a new business towards learning how to push for policy change. You know, if your thing right now is... Uh, uh, is actually indigenous rights. I'm like, the intersectionality here is truly that a lot of us are impoverished, you know. Um, I don't feel like I can speak to any other side of the circle, but poverty affects everybody. And to be an accomplice, even if you're not struggling, you are learning how to push for policy change. And yeah, I recommend going with Acorn Canada. I do. Um, I just do because they make it really easy. Uh, I don't know any other organizations. <laughs> they just fight for basic human rights, housing. They're organized. You know, if anything, stand by them. Fight for universal basic income. And that's the last I'm going to talk about UBI because I want to keep moving and I want to keep going forward. But all this to say, you know, of course, tend to yourself, tend to your family, tend to what needs to be done. But do not turn away from stuff that needs to be done in the world, <laughs> even if it doesn't affect you. Because truly it does affect you. And land back does affect you. Because more than 8 million square kilometers of land being hoarded by the government. You know, imagine that being given back to the stewards of the land. But I must be clear, even when we get our land back, don't think it's going to be a bunch of people going out to the land right away. No. No, 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 no. With all of these things that the government has done to try to, you know, eliminate us, assimilate us, you can bet that a lot of us are just now reconnecting with culture. Some of us are just now reconnecting with, you know, that part of ourselves, our ingenious ancestors. 
you know? It's really important that we celebrate all of our ancestors. And I know that right now it's Black History Month, and I say to help you get rid of that guilt is you're learning now. And your tears are valid. Yes, it hurts to hear what your ancestors either partook in or turned the blind eye into. But I know mine did both. But the cycle ends here. The cycle ends here. Today. With you. 